So you're a dentist, eh? You're in the right place. This is the Canadian Dentist Podcast with Dr. Carlo Biasucci, where you'll get a truly Canadian approach to building a low-stress, highly profitable practice and live life on your terms. Learn more at theelitepractice.com. The following is an excerpt from a recent members-only Q&A session. Um, how do you teach your associate to follow the same systems the office is following so that there's no confusion for staff and patients? Yeah, so that's a question I get a lot. And I always give the same answer. There are two things that are really critical in this. One is how you set the tone of your conversation with the associate from day one. And the second is how much time and energy you invest into them. So first is... The very first thing that associate does when I'm hiring an associate is they come in and they spend a morning following me around. And there's a whole process to that, but that's not the question, so I won't talk about that. But they need to see me work. Then, if we decide to move forward with this person at the end of the whole day of, of assessing them, when they think they're assessing us, uh, you know, it's, it's a mutual kind of figuring out the fit, right? Uh, at the end of that day, if we decide to move forward with them, I would s tell them that, you know, so, so let's say we got to the point of contract signing and all that, and they're coming on, right? I would tell them that my patients, our patients here are used to the way I work. They're used to the way things roll in the office. I want them to accept you. In order for that to be, I need you to do things the way that they're expecting them to be done. Because if you start coming at them a totally different way, then there's going to be some difficulty in patients accepting you as their dentist. So here's how we do that. And I would use that as a segue to show them how I do things. Come and watch me for a day and I will show you how we do things. In this office, we do this. Everybody uses the wand for anesthesia. So you're not coming at a patient with a needle because I guarantee you every single patient will comment before you get near them because they're used to it. Half of them think you don't even use a needle if you do it right, okay? So there's, there's setting it up, and that's setting it up. How I would set it up is that you know, it's, it's for your benefit that we, that we have a standard system. Then I would say, you got to spend time with them calibrating. So once a week, every week, we would do it Wednesday mornings at 8 o'clock, and you know, first thing in the morning before patients. And our next patient would be at 9.15 or 9.30 or whatever, so that we could go for an hour and then see patients. In the beginning, we talked a lot about cases, a lot about how we do treatment, a lot about how we, you know, basically um, standardize things. So I would say, okay, well, you did some new patient exams this week. Let's look at them. Let's look at the x-rays, the photos. What's your treatment plan? Okay, cool. How about this? How about that? Have you considered this? And then start to, like, get them to think the way you think, right? So the time you spend with them calibrating is going to be valuable to you in not having to deal with differences, right? Um, the other thing is, if you do each other's hygiene checks, which is really important, um, you kind of want to go with, now by the way, this supposes you have a highly trained team, which you should have, right? Your hygienist should be presenting the treatment. They should be presenting based on photos and time that they've spent discussing with the patient, what they see. And you doing the hygiene check kind of just want to roll with that. 
I mean, using your clinical judgment. If they're wrong, they're wrong. If there's something else, then point it out. But usually they're, they're right on, okay? If you go with that, then that's how it's always done. And the patient is just like, okay, I get it. If you roll in there and you say there's like, you know, all this stuff that needs to be done, but the primary dentist and the hygienist didn't bring it up, now you have a problem, right? Either the new dentist is too aggressive or my old dentist is not doing their job. So you create distrust. And the other thing is when treatment is planned by another dentist on a patient, that patient needs to go back to their original dentist to have the work done. So that there's always continuity of care. Those things all make an associate onboarding much smoother. If you're, that doesn't doesn't mean that you can't do it differently, right? Because I know some offices are entirely associate driven and you know there's different different philosophies. The degree to which you mess with that is the degree to which you have more of a revolving door practice. I just leave it at that. It is what it is, right? So that's the best case scenario. Everything else would be a compromise from there. Perfect. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Canadian Dentist Podcast. If you want to know how Dr. Biasucci tripled his practice in three years and cut his work week in half, request your free information kit at theelitepractice.com.